And hello good people of the internet, it is I, Tommy Kelly, and this is Adventures in Woo, and in this episode we're going to do some more 47 divinations. So hello, um, I'm in the car again. It seems to be the place where I can get the most uh, kind of uh, undisturbed time. So I'm just pulled in. I'm actually in beside a church an old church, an ancient church, that's called a jumping church because the wall of the church has jumped outside the boundaries of the church. And one of the stories is is because it was a Catholic grave, a Catholic church, and a Protestant got buried in it. So the church objected to the whole thing. But I'll uh, I'll leave you to believe that or not. So we're doing some forty-seven divinations today. I'm just shuffling the old cards to get the energy going. I always shuffle first. For a while just to get into the mood of the things and then i pick a card at random to let me know if i'm in a good position or i'm in the right mood or the right you know it's the right time to actually do these to do a reading and so it's just uh chist um okay so that's not it's usually just um you know looking for a yes or a no so that's kind of that can be interpreted either way i suppose i should hold back and things so i'll just take a bit more time Shuffle a bit more, trying to settle myself a little, and uh, see how we get on. Okay, fix up, perfect. So I take that as a positive thing because, um, you know, the price you pay and all that kind of thing, and I'm willing to pay the price, which is to do all of your divinations. So, let's start. Louisa, should I sell my house at this time? Okay. The monk, keep things simple, keep it clear, keep things as uncomplicated as possible. Um, so maybe... If it's going to cause an awful lot of hassle, an awful lot of stress, then maybe not. Or at least, if you're going to sell, try to make it in the least complicated, least stressful, least um, burdensome, burdensome way that you can. Keep it simple. Keep it on track. Don't try to overthink things. Don't try to add too much to it. Don't like if you're selling the house. Don't try to do other stuff. That kind of thing. So keep it simple. Keep it clear. Ariana Bluey. I started a new financial venture. Is this a good path for me financially? The idea. It's a good idea. So yes, um, it will involve creativity. It'll. Uh, it's, so this is the kind of the, the gem of the idea, the beginning of the idea that you have to kind of germinate and sprout into a greater idea. So this you're at the start and it's something that will materialize into something greater and bigger and uh, once you tend to it. So I would say... Yes, once, you know, it's good for you financially in its embryonic stage. It's in its embryonic stage right now, and it will get better, but you have to work in time and grow on it. Michael Lucille, I've been stuck in many, area of my, many areas of my life for too long now. What is the initial and most important step I can take to get things moving again? Okay. The I... So this would suggest to me that this kind of things are the way they are, not to um, 
not to worry too much about kind of jump starting or whatever that kind of what you're experiencing is the path and when you look back you'll notice how much change has happened and how much you have actually accomplished and stuff like that and kind of you're getting a bit kind of frustrated or bored with bored with it maybe not happening as quick as possible so the first step that you should do is to realize that you are in the place where you are and that's good and that's okay good probably not the word that that it's okay that that's where you are and that's um, to accept where you are and to be kind of okay with where you find yourself wanting to improve wanting to get better but not shunning the kind of place or the situation you're in now being we're always going to be in a sense in this place there's always going to be you will always want more you will always want to improve you'll always want to get to the next step and you know you will always have the past behind you all of those things that you're always going to be in this moment and it's important to try and become to terms with that to become to terms with being incomplete to become to terms with being a work in progress and the eye is all about you know it's like the eye of providence so it's like this is the way it's meant to be from a higher bigger patch bigger picture kind of perspective so i hope that helps Wendy Ligonger. One day I'll get your name right. I feel like I'm missing something in the project I am working on. What is it that I'm missing? Okay. The conductor. So what that would suggest is that you are missing being in control. That you're bring, missing bringing your own music to it. Your own kind of... Um, your own say to it. Your own expression. Your own... Uh, creativity like I see kind of I say art or even my entire life but my art in general as a way of getting the inside stuff out and expressing yourself in, in the world bringing your inner world you know materializing it into your you know the, this world whatever this is and the conductor would be about taking control and you know being the master of your own kind of world and your own destiny in a sense and having you know, leading the orchestra rather than being a player in the orchestra. You're in control, you know. So I would I would suggest that the thing that's missing from the project is you might be not having enough control, enough say, or you mightn't be bringing enough of yourself, your own creativity, your own expressions. You might be expressing yourself as much as you could be. You're not able to bring... Um, or you're not. Not that you might be able to. But you're not bringing enough of you to it. You're not... Um, maybe being a bit impersonal with it or a bit out of so control bringing your own creativity and expression to it that's what i would suggest robbie la liberté will my partner find a less stressful job soon well i hope so the monk again keeping it simple um possibly looking at the if the job's stressful how to reduce the stress rather than getting a new job, possibly. Um, see the areas where I can, you know, you can get that kind of monk zen thoughts going on, changing his thoughts, changing his um, ideas about the job, so that it becomes more simple, less cluttered, um, more direct. It's kind of like bring a meditative zen kind of quality to the stress rather than trying to get away from the stress. So it's not really answering your question, uh, other than might suggest that no, <laughs> but an attitude has to be changed. Because maybe there's an element here of no matter where you go, there you are in it. Um, I don't know. I don't know the full situation, but 
the monk would suggest simplicity, uh, decluttering, decluttering the mind as well as decluttering physical spaces and keeping things as calm and zen-like as possible within whatever situation that you ha uh, is going on. Diana Capru, what is it that I have to know in order to move on with my love life? Okay. Get a lot of um, similar cards. It's interesting. That happened before in one of the readings. Though. So the conductor again. The conductor would say what you have to know is be more in control of your life, of what you want, rather than leaving things up to fate. So in regards to love life, it would suggest that if you're waiting around for Mr. or Mrs. Wright, that uh, that's, you should go out and actively pursue, pursue these things. Like join, you know, social clubs or, you know, a dating website or something like that. Actively go out and look for these things rather than wait for it to happen or for it to kind of spontaneously, naturally kind of happen on its own. Like you're going to have to take it, <laughs> take it by the balls in a sense, um, take life and go out at this whole, your, your love life situation and really go for it and really um, actively seek it and make plans to do these things and uh, procedures and all of these things. So it's like, rather than just waiting around the office, for hopefully that someone, you know, talks to you and asks you out, go ask someone out on a date. Be proactive in this kind of thing. Take the control back. Be the weaver of your own orchestra and uh, rather than allowing life to hand you these things which sometimes I do sometimes I do but in this situation it would say to be more proactive about it so I hope that helps Andrea Gura will I get the promotion at work well I hope so the protester mm. that would suggest no that there will be anger involved or that there will be some sort of um protesting or feeling of injustice or that you've been let down or something is unfair don't take these cards as the final word and all of these things it's just something to be aware of that there's an element of unfairness possibly that's worth considering it's a feeling do it maybe that's something you already feel maybe you feel that you're it's unfair that you don't already aren't in the position you're in or there's a kind of a victimness to what you're going through or something so yeah just be aware of the anger the protesting and as a direct if it was a yes or no to that I would say no but uh, yeah hopefully hopefully it's wrong Jacqueline Bradley should I spend spare time on writing my short stories I have one on the go about a random art adventure cool I want to hear it or developing my visual art why not both I say but let's see what the card says, because you're not asking me, you're asking 40 servants. Should spend time writing short stories, so writing or visuals. Daddy or chips, writing or visuals. The contemplator, the contemplator says you should spend some time thinking about this and uh, leave that kind of over to your conscious, uh, subconscious to dis discuss for itself. I feel that the best way for creativity and art is to kind of put yourself in a position of feeling like a conduit. Um, that's not to say that things are channeled, and in a sense they are, but they're not. Not in the kind of um, Abraham Hicks way of channeling. Like you're not going to start making a, a strange voice and pretending that you're someone from the future or whatever it is. But just kind of allow 
the art to speak to you and then to come out through you and get yourself out of the way as much as possible. Don't be a hindrance to yourself. So rather than think, should I be doing writing or visuals? See what you're drawn to on a kind of daily basis or a weekly basis. See what is the next project or the next art or the next creativity that wants to emerge from you. Have a look at the ideas and ideas, idea space that are hovering around you and see which is the most attractive for you to manifest, which feels most right to come through you, to be you to be a channel to bring from the imaginal to the material. And maybe not so delineate or make a rule on Am I a writer or am I a visual artist? Just allow whatever is going to come. And maybe it might be a month of writing. It might be two days of visual art and back to writing. Or it could be a year of visual art. Go by project. Go by what's once to come out. Gemel Ola. What is the career I should be suing that will lead me to financial freedom? I'm feeling lost. I'm sorry to hear that. I hope you get found very soon. The dead. Okay, so that would. Hmm. Is there some sort of family kind of job or family business? Is there something that um, is in your kind of family line that you have rejected or have overlooked or have available to you? Like, is, is it like a family business or like if your dad was like uh, worked in the mines, can you now go work in the mines? It seems to be something along to do with lineage and family and what has gone before. Either a family business, a family kind of um, trait or something along the lines to do with your ancestry. And that's to, it's not to say that if, you, if your dad owns a shop, that you have to own a shop. But just have a look at that, that there's something from your past, from your family, to think that is going to lead you to um, financial freedom. So, yeah. And it's not being lost. So reconnect with your kind of ancestral financial roots, I suppose. Hope that helps. Vic Facey. Great name. Are there any neglected aspects of myself I could develop that would help my relationships with, with my family? Mm. Good question. The librarian. Knowledge. Acquisition of knowledge for the sake of knowledge. Um, like having... Hmm. Let me see. So there's something you know or something you are don't know that you could be studying. There's some area to do with... Books, knowledge, um, and that kind of thing. Not really. I'm not really seeing it. So hopefully that makes some sort of sense to you. But the, like, there's exams. There's kind of. Uh, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just not getting the connection between. So, so it might be something fairly particular to you, or might not anything to do. So have a look around the librarian. Read up on what the librarian uh, represents if you don't already know, and see if that in some way. Um, helps you or not. If not, ask me again and I'll uh, look into it a bit better for you. Because it could be just that either it's a bum reading or I just don't know the context of what's going on. But it's, I'm coming up blank other than something to do with studying knowledge and acquisition of, of said knowledge. Okay. 
like, like for the sake of it rather than practically using it. It's like knowing something rather, like it's knowing how, you know, how to plumb a house rather than actually plumbing the house. So it's the knowledge, the information behind it. Susie Robertson, I would like a general reading of what I need to know. The Monk, starring, <laughs> this uh, episode is starring The Monk. Keep it simple. Keep it, see, this is, a, The Monk is like probably advice you could give in nearly any situation. And, you know, chill out, relax, declutter, stop making everything so complicated. And um, try to make your life as simple as possible. Get rid of all the stuff you don't need, you don't use. And um, get into a meditative practice if you don't already do, do so. And... Um, Try to de-stress as much as possible by not getting caught up in the situations. And just relax, simple, clear it. Meditation. Hope that helps. Kyle Baker. What's hiding in my subconscious? Well, now there's a loaded question. Do we ever really want to know the full extent of what's hiding in our subconscious? I'm sure I do. I like kind of a... Getting it in little pieces, little managing, manageable pieces that I can work to. But we'll see what it says. The planet. So the planet represents all of the stuff that we have gathered around us. So, I mean, it's kind of saying what's lurking in your subconscious. All of the things. All of your life experiences, all of your hang-ups, all of your... Um, so it's kind of a small arts answer in a sense. It's saying, like, you know what's in it. Not, you didn't ask for, a, like, a specific thing that you need to work on or what's the most important thing or what is the thing that told me back the most. It's like, what is hiding in my subconscious? All of the things, all of your shadow stuff, all of the stuff that you've dragged into your gravitational field, all of the satellites that are around your planet, all the junk that you've put up there... All of the things that your parents told you about life that you've accepted and probably not questioned and now are just part of you. All of the things your friends have said. All of the things the media have put into you. Um, all of those things are floating in your subconscious and are informing who you are and informing your conscious, your waking consciousness. So that's a kind of a testament to asking specific questions rather than broader questions. So, how can I find my path in the craft from Janelle Jewel? The giver. So, the giver, how would, how, how do I find my path? See what's been given to you, what's been offered to you. and um, Put it out there that you're looking for something, that you're looking for an answer. And, like, a, the giver is kind of more than just a kind of... It's like there's a divine quality in, in it, and can be, not always, but in this sense. The other thing with the giver is always that it's a reciprocal relationship. So what you're given, you also have to return because there's kind of this responsibility. If you give someone a present, there's kind of an obligation on that person. You know, you've gone into this kind of binding relationship that if you give someone for the, something for the birthday, they kind of have to do something for your birthday. So the, it's very similar to the rune Gibo. Which is the, it's, while it's about giving and generosity, there's this reciprocal binding thing. So what can you give to the path? What can you bring to your craft that you're not bringing that will in turn guide you towards where you're going? But watch out or look for or ask for um, this kind of gift or this divine kind of inspiration in a sense. Not really inspiration because that would be the idea and stuff like that. 
but um, kind of, you know, look at this, you know, a gift and or inspiration in the sense of what to next. Terry Eldridge, what's next? Well, I'm going to get a coffee after this, and I'm going to go for some random outing. But I assume you mean what's next for you, so we'll see. The saint. Saint represents um, ex getting an expert. What's what's next? Going to someone who knows more than you do about whatever topic you're you're or thing you're working on. So. Um, if you're just a particular area of your life that you need, like say, I, I don't know about your life, whatever, but say you're um, working on depression or sadness or something like that, to go get counselling, like go to the expert rather than trying to sort it out yourself. Or if you're working on astrology, go, you know, do a course, go, you know, get Benabel's course, go do that, or, you know, uh, any number of the astrologers uh, out there. Or, you know, if you're working on your magic, go, you know, do one of the RuneSip courses or the Jason Louvre courses or Jason Miller's or other courses are available. You know, all of those people, that like that kind of thing. What's next is go do something rather than, you know, for, from an expert, from something rather than just working on your own. That's what I feel like the saint is representing in this. So, Issa Blue, am I going in the right direction? Contemplator. Contemplator would suggest in this thing that you have to think more about what you're doing and that you might necessarily be going in the right direction, that you haven't fully thought it out, that you haven't fully molded over, you haven't let it all kind of stew in your brain and your subconscious, and you need to spend some time really contemplating what it is that you want, where you want to go, and what you want to do. What's your exact Am I going in the right direction? Have you thought enough about it? Have you um, allowed enough time for all of the different aspects to manifest the different directions and that kind of thing? So kind of no, not in the right direction, but only because you need to spend a bit more time on all these things. And that could be just eliminating the other options that you could be going in the right direction, but you still have this kind of feeling that, oh, I'm not sure, should I should be doing all of these things, which you are if you're asking that question. So... Um, Think it over, even if it's just to reinforce that you are in the right direction. So, more thoughts. This is some Sanskrit name. I assume it's Sanskrit. It could be some other thing that I can't pronounce or understand. So, I hope you know what it is. Is everything going to be fine with my master degree thesis? I hope so. And well done to you for, uh, for attempting it and doing it and all those things. The planet. What are double cards? Interesting. Um, <clears throat> all you know, like it's interesting because the thesis is like kind of your final thing of, of everything put together. Um, so if you've done your homework, if you've done the work, if you've done everything that you need to do, and you've drawn to you into your gravitational field all of the different bits that you need to put into your thesis, then yes, you will be absolutely fine. If you haven't, then no. So the planet is saying that all of the things that you've gathered around you and all of the kind of prep work and all of the research and all of that, if that is in place, then you are fine. And good luck. Well done to you. Laura Lizarraga Ortis. I hope that's right. I'm sure it's not. What will happen with my life now? Something a bit ominous about that question. I hope you're okay. I hope life in general is good for you. And if it isn't, I hope that your best days are ahead. 
Let's see what the cards say. The dead. Now, <laughs> you could very easily go if you're thinking about a negative thing. The dead would suggest that you need to think more about family. You need to think more about lineage. You need to think more about the combined kind of history of your life. Like everything that's led up to now. Um, and what that means and what that represents and where that's going. And, you know, what, in a sense, the justification where you are now is because of everything that's happened up to now. Your life, your your family, um, you know, your ancestors, everything, all the decisions and all the different things that have been made up until this point. And it would say what's going So, to put it in perspective, what will happen in my life now, all of the things that have gone before are going to be an influence in what's going to happen next. And um, that everything is kind of moving in this not destined kind of thing it's like your your karma in a sense in the true sense of you know it's your actions have consequences rather than you're being punished for something you've done wrong which is not what karma is so it's the conclusion or the kind of um a culmination of everything that has gone before it's kind of like all that you've been working towards all that your life your family your relationships all of these things in a sense are now coming to a head and that, that that might be a negative thing that or or a bad thing. It could be a, a positive thing, given whatever the context is of your thing. But uh, yeah, as I say, I wish you good times and uh, good days ahead. Seems a bit of sadness there, um, which I hope I'm wrong about. But uh, good luck, Tina Elaine Parody. I feel a new and significant partner coming into my life in the next two months. Is this wishful thinking? I hope not. Let's see what the cards say. I'm not happy with that shuffle. It's starting to rain. It's quite nice. I hope the noise isn't uh, going to affect the recording. The mic in this Osmo Pocket is really good, actually, and people will give an end about it. Once you're not outside, and it's not windy, but when you're inside, it's pretty good. So, reconnect with this question. I feel a new and significant partner coming into my life in the next two months. A librarian, um, some knowledge, so that's knowledge for the sake of knowledge. Um, so what are you basing your assumption on? What is the, um, the librarian's trolling me today, and it's not because it's usually quite on the money. It's not as if you have to study to get, um, <laughs> this partner it's something to do that if you have the knowledge right well here we go it's coming if you have the knowledge and you have the feeling and you have the thing you have to turn that from just knowledge into practicality so it would suggest that while you have the knowledge and while that thing is there there is some kind of it would suggest that by the librarian would suggest that unless you do something about it then it's just going to be a theory it's just going to stay as information it's just not going to manifest so it's all well and good having these ideas and having these insights or whatever. Do something about it too. I would suggest. The librarian would say that it's just information. That's just information. But if you have this insight, then it means you can work on it. So leaving it to chance, probably not. But doing something about it, probably. Okay. Matt Williamson. Am I doing it right? Wow. Everyone with their cloak and dagger questions this week. But I understand when you're asking public questions and all of those things. 
Am I doing it right? Well, is Matt Williamson doing it right? There's your card. I see it. The conductor. Interesting, isn't it? It's interesting that the cards are coming up. And I mean, I'm, I'm shuffling them as normal as I normally would. Like, there's no... Um, no half-arsed shuffles or anything. The conductor, are you doing it? You're doing it right. The conductor would suggest you are because you're taking control of your life. You're, 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 um, the, you know, you're the man behind the music. You're controlling the music of your life. You are uh, in control of the symphony. You can play sad music. You can play happy music. You get to decide what it is. You're in control. So are you doing it right? Yes. Pedro Albarison. Will I find opportunities to stay in Denmark? Okay. It's kind of a bit ridiculous at this point though, isn't it? Maybe this is it's the monk, by the way, for the audio people. Um, I often don't think that when I get a lot of cards at that, when I'm doing readings for other people, that there's an awful lot for uh, me uh, in it as well. So I have to look out for the monk and the conductor. So the monk in this, um, well, I find opportunity to stay in Denmark. If you keep it simple, if you if you're dedicated, if you keep um, you know, if you keep it decluttered, uncomplicated, don't make things harder than they have to be. Keep it in the Zen-like kind of. Um, I feel like I'm just constantly just repeating myself. It's Zen-like kind of meditative state. Of keeping it simple, then the opportunities will arise. If you overcomplicate it, then you're going to overcomplicate it, and make it harder for yourself. Okay, Gillian Mage, will I start a romantic relationship in the near future? Maybe if I cut the cards in a kind of fancy way. <laughs> not very not very successfully. <laughs> Robbie got shuffling powder or something at some point. Maybe I need that. Okay, so... Will I start a romantic relationship in the near future? Come on! <laughs> that doesn't, that's not, that's the monk again. Um, you know my answer if you've been listening to other things. If you keep it simple, declutter your life. Don't make things overcomplicated. So in a relationship, don't look for too much. Like, don't have too many rules about what your relationship should be. I remember talking to a girl years ago when she was talking about um, her future boyfriend that she didn't have and already was discussing what he would be allowed to do and not do and what, you know, what the relationship was. I was going like, relax. You know, like, I don't have all of these stringent kind of rules about a relationship because you're not al you're allowing, you know, the kind of chaos of the world to come in and all that. And just overcomplicating it and all that. Even though to say, you know, you should write down exactly what you want from relationship and or in life in general and stuff. It can be limiting though, and it can it can be um stifling very much. And it can be uh, you can have this kind of energy of be too hard to please, too tough, and all of those things. So be a bit more open, um, less complicated around your thoughts around what you want and need for a relationship, and maybe not go into it so much wanting or demanding from the outset that it be you know like a, a big relationship in your life or anything you know a significant thing think for just going out and having a relationship just for fun no pressure keeping it as simple as possible breezy or whatever it might develop into something but coming from that attitude of it being um uncomplicated simple fun
Okay. Hope that helps. The monk is a uh, <laughs> lots to say today. So Raphael Cults. Will it be the monk or will it be the conductor that you get? Hmm, let's see. Will I get the necessary amount of private students to open my own school in 2019? Um, good for you for opening your own school. I used to teach music and uh, it's tough um, when you're trying to do your own thing because, you know, you're relying on people and, you know, you'd have weeks where you'd have loads of people and then you'd have weeks where everyone would cancel and all of those things. So I understand your pain. So let's see. Will I get the necessary amount of private students to open my own school? In 2019. The adventure. On the great adventure. Um, so seeing this as an adventure. Go into it headlong. Kind of. Um, or head first. Into the whole thing as an adventure. It's. Um, possibly that would say it's undecided as yet. It's hard to know. Because um, part of what you're going to go through. Or what you have to do. Is involved with trying it out. And, and um, the unknown. Embracing the unknown and um, being okay with not knowing the answer. And, you know, it's feel the fear, do it anyway. Um, going into the great wide open with your arms open and your mind open and just embracing the chaos of the whole situation. And the thought then being that if you're worried about the things like we're getting enough people and all that is the limiting factor in it. And to have like a more positive outlook into it, embrace the um, unknowable future and uh, enjoy the adventure that's the advice to be given now so I have one last um, to um, go and it's a, another one from Diana Capru and it's what is what is what is that I really need to know so I can move forward with my life my family life sorry what is that I need to know so I can move forward with my family life so the monk would say, <laughs> or the conductor, or the planet. Let's see. Some sort of thing for Diana on her family life. The dead. The teams of today is very interesting, very interesting. The dead obviously is around family and lineage and ancestors and those that, that all that is which has gone before. And it's respecting traditions. Or being aware of the traditions. Or being aware of the rules that we have around family. So what do we really need so I can move forward? It's that there is traditions and there's ideas that work within family units. That in a sense have to be respected. Not condoned per se. But respected to work within the paradigm of the family. That there is kind of... It's kind of like being aware that the, you know your grandmother's racist. And while you're not condoning it. Knowing that if you have to spend time with her... That's the situation that it involves. And she's not going to change. Families in general aren't going to change. They're kind of set the way they are. And the dynamics are the way they are. So you kind of have to, to work within that. And to be part of that. You kind of have to be um, okay with your place in it. Now obviously you can work on things. And get improved relationships. And families do change. And you know relationships do change and all that. But there's still kind of an essential inherent dynamic. Within family groups. Or within certain um setups of family groups or certain dynamics of, between the relationships between say father son mother daughter that are kind of almost archetypical in many ways um a lot of them are kind of you know kind of messed up and um that word that won't come to my mind you know not malfunction but kind of um 
not right. That word that you know I'm reaching for. Um, dysfunctional. <laughs> uh, so to be aware of all of these things and work within that kind of kind of thing. So take stock of where you are with your family life, what it needs, what are its traditions, what are its rules, what are its dynamics, what are the relationships, what is the hierarchy, what is the racist grandmother uh, metaphor in that situation, and know that that's from where where you should work from, either to improve it or to engage with it, rather than trying to change it in order to engage with it. Or to, um, you know, work from the outside, trying to get them to change. Work from where it is now and move forward from there. Hope that helps. So, that was extremely interesting um, that we had a number of cars that come up a number of times. Particularly, we had the monk, we had the uh, conductor, we had the dead, and we had the planet, I think, twice too. Um, which is interesting, like I've done this a number of times, if you've seen the, the channel much you'll see that um, that's not something that naturally happens or normally happens. So it's something that I will take stock of, uh, of those coming up. And that you uh, who ask questions should also have a kind of contemplation about all of those cards. It seems like the energy of this reading, this overall reading, um, is kind of being informed by these particular servants in some way. So not to be dismissed. And no matter what your question was, that you should um, have a rethink about it from the standpoint of these other um, servants that came out so frequently. So, good people of the internet, I hope that you um, got something from those divinations. And it's important to remember that it, the, the divinations are not fortune-telling, they're not setting stone, they're not kind of something that you should totally base your opinions on or your, your actions on. It's like advice from a friend. It's another kind of angle to view your problem from. And by already having this knowledge and having the, this answer, the future change is not set in stone, um, but it's just an, an insight. Advice from a friend. That's the way I kind of look. So, good people of the internet, until our next adventure, be well.